the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello, welcome back to Friday Night Fright. Shut up, man, you do about nothing, yo. And today's episode focuses on The Guest, directed by Adam Wingard. Another 5 out of 5 on Shudder, yay! 99 minutes long, 2014 year of release, and in English. David is the perfect guest, full stop. Friendly and hateful, comma. This young soldier arrives on the doorstep of the Peterson family, comma. Claimed to be a good friend of their beloved son who died in action, full stop. The Petersons welcome David into their home and into their lives, comma. But when people start mysteriously dying in town, comma, their teenage daughter, Anna, starts wondering if David is responsible, full stop. Oh no! Cast Dan Stevens of Downton Abbey fame, Sheila Kelly of some fame, I don't know, and Michael Monroe, who you may remember from It Follows. Good cast. And if I'm going to be honest, I've seen this movie before and I thought it was pretty good. But hey, Shudmania, it's time to watch you again after a quick word from our sponsors. Right, so it's time to review guests and the guests even and I loved it. Cue the fanfare, cue trumpets, cue the shock of F1 in out there in podcast land. Ian loved the movie. I really enjoyed it. Much more than I did first time watched it a few years ago actually. When I watched it back then I was like, this is okay, you know, this is kind of, kind of okay. It's not bad. I just kind of ambivalent towards it. But rewatching I'm like, wow, that's that's a bit of a good movie. And I'll tell you why. Um after I do the provisional spoiler warning, because why would I possibly review a movie and not do complete spoilers? So if you don't want spoilers, stop listening now. Um right, so I assume if you're still listening that you're against spoilers. I love this movie because this is pretty much what if Captain America went batshit insane. That's it. Because Dan Stevens in this movie had to have been cast because he looks eerily similar to maybe not Chris Evans. We're kind of Chris Evans, Captain America. But Captain America in general, he's got a very Captain America vibe to him, very um, lantern jaw of justice and all that. And in the movie, he does quite a, cut quite a Steve Rogers pose at the start. Although you quickly start to see things going wrong. That's nothing I like about this movie. It's taking the idea of, oh, is this person who we, who's come to stare at us? Is this person all they seem? And it runs with it, which is just something interesting, which is add horror aesthetics to it. You get a lot of movies like um, Sleeping the Enemy and um, Hand That Rocks Cradle and shit like that. Uh, and the apartment, I guess. The um, uh, later Meast... Uh, one that came out not too long ago. We get movies like that, and they're sort of interesting. They play up the idea of, oh, it's tense and all that. And this does that. It's very tense, very thriller-like, but with all horror aesthetic little touches that are fascinating. Down to Adam Wingard, of course. But it's a very strange movie, because it's not a horror movie in the strictest sense, but the execution of the ideas is very horror movie-like. Now, God, it's got some parts of Halloween 3 where it's taking um, some of the ideas and making them quite weird. Like, the music doesn't fit the movie at all, which works even better. It's kind of that four Ragnarok thing of we're going to have music which doesn't work with the movie we're telling in the classical sense, but in the actual sense makes it much more entertaining. Very jaunty, very thrillery, vaguely John Carpenter from the 80s music. And it's very cool because... 
everything about font and layout of movie, screams horror movie, but the actual acting that doesn't at first. You get this eerie sense of tension as David worms his way into these people's lives with creating this bat story. And the slow amp up of tensions, you know, between him and teenage daughter, is there any sexual chemistry attraction there? And clearly there's a bit, which is kind of odd because he's her brother's replacement, basically, I guess. But then the movie really rackets it up because we get full super soldier mode. And indeed, in a horror movie, it's always fascinating to have a killer who's slightly beyond the pale. And this one, David, is definitely beyond pale. He's very much super soldier. And you get to see what's a Steve Rogers type person, how they'd interact and wait about supervillains or superheroes. Indeed, he's just generally batshit insane, although anyone tortured by Lance Reddick for long enough would probably turn out to be slightly batshit insane, even if he does have one of the greatest voices in the history of Sigma. So generally, it's quite an interesting movie. They talk about in the description series of accidental death scene being next to his presence, but in the actual movie, there's nothing accidental about them. There's a few that happened off screen where we meant to wonder was that him, but clearly it was. And also it marks the continuation, or not continuation, it just came out before it follows, the move towards horror iconic status, I guess. Maybe down the line of Michael Monroe, who's a really good actress, very good at playing teenagers and snarky young women who are, although the description calls her a teenager, but she's not a teenager, she's 20 in this movie. I think, unless movie's lying to us, meet description's lying. But she continues her run, or starts her run rather, of good performances in horror movies. Very capable actress, um, fantastic in It Follows, and very good here. And she's matched all the way by Dan Stevens, who's Tour de Force. If you know Dan Stevens, you know him from Downton Abbey. And this is definitely not Downton Abbey. This is not the up the manor born cat he usually plays. No, not even Beast from Beauty and Beast. This is Dan Stevens shredded fuck. He's harsh. To quote Jock Nelson, he's fucking harsh, man. Bit of breakfast club for you. No, Dan Stevens is harsh in this movie. He plays a very believable psychotic super soldier. Indeed, that's another one of the aspects which is quite cool about the movie. Normally they just have the soldier's killer, but they go explicitly down super soldier path and think this is one of the things the win and win guy's quite good at. Maybe not in something like Blair Witch, but he's good at taking ideas and sort of horror movies and adding a little touch to them, a little bit of weirdness. Although I've seen Neat Credit Writers too, I think Wingard handles tone quite excellently here. Yeah, again, like I said, I love this movie. I thought shots, the music, composition, structure, the way you get jarring action sequences, the rise in tension, it's all fantastic. And the acting cross-board is very good, although Dan Stevens and Mike Monroe clearly stand out. Everyone's pretty good. The mother does a good job showing post-traumatic stress disorder. The son does a good job showing that sort of history of violence level, you no know, rebelling against system, embracing the teachings of someone who's prone to violence. Indeed, there's some apparently swingness in history of violence, you know? Although not too many. Just enough, I'd say. So what's my favourite part of the movie? I'd say my favourite part of the movie is probably the sequence with the um, sorry, gun purchase. Because it starts out innocuous and really calm and casual. And then just goes straight, straight to crazy really quickly. Including the scene where a super soldier, apparently they can make guns super. Because the guy who 
pitched him the idea of meeting up for the gun sale. He's running away and he's really far away. And despite, I, I know some soldiers have suit reflexes, but that guy's way too far away from that bullet doing damage. But apparently killed him. I guess super soldier powers include reworking physics of guns. That's fair enough. And of course, what would a movie starring a uh, lonely teenage boy be about an ending in a Halloween festival? Whereas Lance Reddit says, what the fuck? Because the background does make any sense to reality's characters living? Makes perfect sense for a horror movie. Indeed, they go to a Halloween party and there's horror mirrors and there's lots of blood and violence and gore. And then ends with a, a super soldier dying, quotation marks, because they see in the end he's not actually dead. Isn't that cool? So I've probably spoiled the whole movie for you, but you should watch it anyway. It's a very entertaining uh, movie, very atmospheric and very good. Continues my theory, Adam Wingard is safe one of the best horror movie directors out there, even if he's making a thriller tangibly. Although I think it's less a thriller and more he's trying to appeal to those people. So people who wouldn't normally watch horror movie you know those assholes, those, those fuckers, those losers, those toss pots, I guess you can say. And before I become liable, I am kidding, of course. No, I, I think lots of people do. They do want to watch, um, what you call it, um, horror, thrillers, but they don't like horror movies. They make the um, redundant connection between them that, you know, a thriller is classy and horror movies not. I'm like, embrace it. This is a horror movie with thriller aspects, but it's clearly a horror movie. No, you can't pick and choose what's horror movie. And indeed... I would not. I'd give this movie four stars out of five. Say it's by far the best thing I've watched so far in Shazmania. And Adam Wingard, very good director. But anyway, next time on Shazmania, we are going to be watching Madman, directed by Joe Giannani. Three out of five on Shudder, 88 minutes long, 98.2 in English. In this cult slasher classic, a maniacal ki- sorry, in this cult slasher classic, comma, a maniacal killer named Madman Mars stalks a summer camp after a boy doesn't believe the urban legend screams name into woods full stop. What the arsehole. Now Psycho brutally murdered his family and escaped into woods his back, comma, turning campers summer vacation to their last days on ERT dot dot dot. Wow, I'm fucking stoked. I'll see you tomorrow from Madman. And remember, life is beautiful.